Welcome to Rebooted Season 2. I'm Andrew, former film major, now a director of marketing. I'm Jessica, former film major, now a barista. I'm Mike, former film major, now I... Well, there goes that government job. <laughs> I'm Rob, former film major, now a creative manager. And I'm Jake. I still like movies, <laughs> and I sell stuff. I, I sell That's weird, stuff. Jake, but okay. In this episode, we squish a Goomba, eat some magic mushrooms, and try to save the princess's kingdom in the Nintendo classic, Super Mario Brothers. Millions of peaches, peaches for me. It's a me, Mario. Hey, it's a me, Mario from Brooklyn. Mario, Mario. It's a me, Kermit the Plumber. <laughs> All right. Well, without diving in <laughs> too deep into the anatomy of Bowser, uh, we do know from this movie that Bowser wants to be a daddy. So we've got a video game related dad joke for all you guys here. This episode. I'm scared. Two guys walked into a bar. The third guy ducked. Oh. Was he being hunted? <laughs> That's a good one right there. I like the uh, um. Nintendo Power Chess. I just want you to know that I caught it. Speaking of which, did you guys see the trailer for that duck movie before the before Mario? I thought yeah. it was going to be a duck hunt trailer and I was very disappointed when the stupid the stupid a-hole dog didn't show up. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, joining us on this episode is our horror movie go-to guest for when Rob and Jake get too scared. Eric, welcome back to the Rebooted. Hello. Rob's not scared of this one? I don't think so. Uh, I was I terrified the whole time. My, my wow. daughter was slightly scared of the uh, of the the scene with the evil Luigi castle, mm. but uh, otherwise, I don't think it was that scary. Understandable. You mean the like blatant Luigi's Mansion cinematic skeletons everywhere, though? Yeah, yeah. The Luigi so. Mansion cinematic universe. The maybe Luigi. We'll, maybe we'll get a Luigi's Mansion movie. I really was hoping to see. S- like part of Luigi's, ma- I really thought there was gonna be like a scene where he was going through the cat, the mansion. Too. I was very disappointed. It's gonna be the sequel. Yeah. Seemed like he was building the vats, and he was out of the mansion or castle immediately. Yeah. Well, so Jess, why don't you give us a wonderful summary of these two movies? All right, two brothers, the titular Super Mario's, are some of Brooklyn's worst plumbers, and through dumb luck, they find themselves whisked off to a magical kingdom of either dinosaur-based humans or whimsical talking plants, depending on which movie you ask. The two semi-little Italian plumbers must learn the rules of the other world and fight to protect the princess kingdom from evil. I disagree with your summary, Andrew. They were not bad plumbers. They just had bad circumstances. They were, you know, bad luck. They were actually really good plumbers until the dog got in the way in the in the in the new movie. And then even in the old one, they just like the big company with the sleazy, what was his name, Sinclair, something like that. Which on what do you have against small businesses, Andrew? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, just like you talk about, like the duck movie migration being like, oh, I wish it was a duck hunt movie trailer. They really missed an opportunity. Like there were so many Nintendo references throughout this the entirety of this movie that the dog in that apartment from their first job should have been the duck hunt dog. Should have. Like it's Are you certain it wasn't modeled after it? I didn't really I mean, I'm I'm just pulling duck hunt memory and that's like, you know, 
four bit. So like, was it? Well, was it, it might have been the duck hunt dog was like a two color like brown and white right. dog, and this was. <laughs> So I don't think yeah, so, but all right. maybe. All right. Yeah, I'll give you that. We are, of course, talking about the Super Mario Brothers from 1993 with the good old Bob Hoskins and John Luigiamo. Mm. Why can you not say <laughs> names? <laughs> the new Super Mario Brothers that just came out recently in theaters with uh, 2023 as the year it came out, uh, starring Christopher P. Ratt and Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah, her name you get right. And Charlie Day. <laughs> and Charlie Day and, and Jack Black. Keegan Michael Key and, and yeah. Jack Black. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. And we can't forget that Dennis Hopper played the King Koopa in Okay, right. he's called King Koopa, but was he supposed to be Bowser? Like I couldn't tell. I I mean, was any of that supposed to be Super Mario Brothers? Was there ever a real difference? <laughs> I think, if I recall correctly, Bowser is simply what they called King Koopa in the States. I think in J- initially in Japan, he was always just King Koopa. There's never a difference, but they always had the different names for whatever reason. Yeah, it was like Peach and Toadstool. He's yeah. King of the Koopas. Okay, but so was the original Peach Daniela, because yeah. it didn't make sense that there was no Peach in the original. It was Daisy. <laughs> right, well, because... Like, Daisy, Daisy and Peach are... Characters. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I'm saying like it's weird that Danielle like was Daniela was Mario's girlfriend, and it's weird that her name wasn't even like Peach, or he even called her Peach. Like, like it would have made sense if he had been like her nick, his cutesy yeah. little nickname for her would have been Peaches. But no, like absolutely nothing. Out of everything that was the '93 Super Mario Brothers, the thing that you're gonna fixate on is Peach's <laughs> name. Oh. Oh, let's like, let's be clear. That's like, not the one the, thing I'm gonna fixate on. That's just like, the first thing the, that came up. Like, the Goombas? Like, all of the movie? <laughs> Listen, we try to keep this podcast to an hour. That's that's not going to happen if we go through every single issue with that movie. I guess I'm getting ahead of myself by sharing opinions now. But, um... <laughs> the, the interesting thing about the first Super Mario movie is that it was a, an, an incredible flop. Uh, it had a budget of... Four, so it had a published budget of $48 million, but I did read a couple things about it saying that it went way over budget and way over time. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that 48 million is the over budget number or the, like what the studio originally put out for it. So mm-hmm. it, it <laughs> that feels, was the PR spin. <laughs> yeah. It feels kind of low uh, for being way over budget and way over time, but you know, okay. And, and it only made 20.9 million. So it, it brought in half of what it costs to make it. So now that is in contrast to the super Mario brothers that's out right now. That cost them about a hundred million dollars to make, and they are already at one point zero two billion. They are not, they Ooh. are as of uh, this this morning. I saw that they're like now the number ten highest grossing animated movie of all time. That's actually yes. I'm actually surprised that it's not more at being a billion dollars. I didn't realize there was that many animated movies that There's a lot of Disney movies. That. There's a lot Still, of Disney there are like, movies. Like, there are like four Shrek movies. <laughs> but I didn't think they reached a billion. And they're talking about a fifth one, so <laughs> Michael Myers just needs more money. <laughs> I mean he does. <laughs> like, he hasn't been we're, just, we're just all so surprised that in nineteen ninety three you couldn't sell a sci fi post apocalyptic mushroom <laughs> punk movie. 
<laughs> I can't believe you 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 come out in 1993 against Jurassic Park with a dinosaur based movie. Listen, I was just gonna say <laughs> Daisy definitely was. They were trying. I don't know when. I don't know which one came out first because they both. What was wait no Jurassic Park was 92, 93. I don't care either way. It was 93. Uh, you don't care. <laughs> I, I feel like Daisy was trying to ride on Ellie Sattler's tail with that outfit. Mm. That seemed very we, Ellie Sattler. And maybe that was just a 90s uh, paleontologist uh, look. Daisy was but the dinosaur, not Ellie Sattler. That's a good point. So although, Ellie Sattler wouldn't have a tail. Although they said that she came from dinosaurs, but clearly she evolved from mushrooms because her dad de-evolved into a mushroom. <laughs> so... Yeah, I don't know where the dinosaur also, came up, around. If she, was, she was born from an egg. Why would she have boobs? <laughs> You, why is that what you always focus on with these sci-fi I'm just things? Cold-blooded creatures don't have boobs. They don't nurture their young. Listen, he. This is not the first time he's had issue with this, and not even about this movie. This is issues he's had with other sci-fi things. Don't say something's cold-blooded if you don't want to build the anatomy correctly. Or crying out loud. He's just upset about reptilian versus mammalian. Billions of years of that evolution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but why would they why would they need it's the mushrooms grains? andrew it's the mushrooms the have mushrooms you not are seen the last of you, us why would you need milk glands i'm just it's, saying it's a pg movie so you can't really see that it's mushrooms under there <laughs> oh uh, there you go eric's got it for the win the one thing that i really appreciate and it's almost kind of vindicating. I feel like there's a lot of movies from like our like childhood and like teenage years that at the time were like, this was terrible and why did that exist? And then like you watch it later, you're like, no, that wasn't actually bad. I was just an edgy teenager who didn't understand things. Like I looked like the Star Wars prequel tril- trilogies. Like in hindsight, they really weren't all that bad. But I love that the Mario movie is just that bad. It's so bad. Like, it's all these years later, we're like, yeah, no, that actually sucked. And now that I'm older, I appreciate how much it sucked more. Which is funny, because as a kid, I loved it. Yeah, I remember enjoying it when I went to see it. And now it's like, no, that was objectively terrible. I definitely did not like it, because it was not the game. Yeah, <laughs> it was like watching was, the movie going, this is not the game. That was we were uh, We were a Sega family, so... Well. See here, and here's the thing. So I, I mean, I didn't have a console growing up, which I think I've talked about before. So I played Mario predominantly at my friends' houses. But you know, for me, when this movie, when I saw it, I was like, "This isn't anything like the game." I wanted this movie to be like the game. But I will tell you, as a kid, I don't know what I expected that to be because <laughs> you're not gonna have a side scroller movie, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like they had it. In the- like I, I don't know. Then I don't know. I don't know what I wanted as a kid, but I know it wasn't this. <laughs> but here, here's the thing, though. A lot of properties, if you take it and you're like, like let's say like World War Z, you're like, if this was just a zombie movie, this wouldn't be bad. As a World War Z movie, it's bad. This movie, you take out the Mario aspect, it's still a bad movie. <laughs> but it's weird. It's a fever dream. It's just weird in like a Mad Max kind of way. Yeah, it's you know, yeah, it's just. But then you make it about Mario, and then it's like, okay, this it, this isn't. It just couldn't. It couldn't handle the weight. I think of that's the what franchise. It was. They, like they took this like bizarre post apocalyptic story and just slapped some marketing branding on top of it, and it digested <laughs> each other, and it turned into mush. It wasn't post apocalyptic though, Mike. The Earth was split at the beginning, and he yeah. was trying to recombine the Earth to rule over everything. I mean, it was. 
It was a stone's throw away from Zord from Fifth Element. I think what we're trying to say is that their side of the planet, when they like broke apart, feels very yeah. post-apocalyptic. Yeah, because it's like one city surrounded by desert, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Dino Hatton. <laughs> Dino Hatton. Oh my god. Old ladies. A plus name. And then little old ladies packing some heat, trying to kill anybody that's not packing heat, <laughs> or rob them. <laughs> it's like broke apart from broke apart from the earth 65 million years ago still somehow became new yorkers yeah <laughs> yeah we're gonna call it dino Hatton. all right forget about anybody it anybody who questions it i'm gonna bite the head off so let's uh let's move forward into our our differences here because there is a lot of them there is there the is new one is so, animated so yeah, so uh, what I, what I'm gonna kind of kick off here is that I just want to go over the points of nostalgia, and then I'll, I'll lead us through the protagonist, antagonist, central conflict, and supporting cast. The thing I want to talk about was in the 2023 Super Mario Brothers. It's it's more of a re- it, it's more of a reboot of Sonic the Hedgehog than it is of the Bob Hoskins Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, and I mean that in that it's not at all a reboot of it. I was gonna say. Very confused. Uh, the, the <laughs> fact that it's live action versus animated, of course, sets it apart instantly. But that—that's you know, we're giving that we're giving Disney a pass on doing that in the reverse form. So we'll we'll give Mario a pass on that, I think here. But what really makes the difference, of course, is the plot. And in the 1993 movie, it it bears little to no resemblance to the actual established Mario games. Like, I, I mean, Eric, you're the biggest Mario fan I know. So can you can you tell me like? Was there even like this other than Yoshi? Was there dinosaurs in the Mario universe? The movie tries to say King Koopa was a dinosaur, but he's more of a dragon, right? He's like well, a dragon turtle. Yeah, dragon yeah, turtle. Yeah, yeah. And and the Koopas are turtles. And his subjects are or his little uh, the mushroom guys are mushrooms. And yeah, so to Birdo. me, that was. I, I was trying to think of dinosaurs. I thought of Birdo. Oh. Anyone know what I'm Birdo talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know oh. Birdo. Yeah. Closer okay. to a dinosaur than anything else. That's the swimming one, right? No, that's like the, the pink Yoshi that looks... kind of like Yoshi, yeah. With a weird suction thing on its front. Has a bow on its head. Her head. The doo-doo, oh, okay, doo-doo, yeah. oh, she's a villain, isn't she? Yeah. She's like Bowser's kids? And I see, that's the point. That's the point that, that this this movie, uh, this first movie, has the only like Rob was saying. The only thing of this is it's like the Mario IP slapped on top of a different movie. Uh, that's what it seems like. Yeah. And now the reverse of that though is the remake or the the reboot or whatever you want to call it. The 2023 movie is dripping with nostalgia. It, Every other scene it, is it's like, like a, how many Nintendo references can we cram yes, into this movie? Yeah. It's like Easter egg after Easter egg after Easter egg. It's just the movie like, was built yeah. for just so many. Here's 10 details. You missed in the Mario movie. Just a bunch of clickbait yeah. article all over the internet. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, well, it, I feel like it was built for our generation. It was built for our generation, but yeah. produced in a way that allowed us to bring our kids along for the adventure. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what Pixar's been doing for years, though. Almost yeah. overwhelmingly a kid's movie. Yeah. Well, you know. yeah, and it's Mario games are still for kids. I, yes, I, but like... It's like, I play Mario games with my kids, so... Right, and, but like, that's why it was so... That's part of what made it so successful. It's like, there's all these, like, references. Like, like I went into this movie, like, trying to, like, pinpoint, like, oh, there's that, and there's this, and there's this other thing. And, like, while also mm. just enjoying, like, it was a good movie. 
So to, to hit off the, the differences in the protagonist, uh, obviously the main thing that's the same between them is that we have Mario and Luigi. Not only that, they're Mario and Luigi that are actually from our Brooklyn and go to the Mushroom <laughs> Kingdom. Right. Yeah, And in their 1993 movies, they wear the wrong colors for most of the movie. Um, they wear the reverse colors. Why? Yeah. Uh, so that, there's a difference. Um, for, I don't know. I don't know how you mess that up. It's the simplest thing to get right. They messed it up. That, I mean, they messed up the entire film. Well, it was reported that that Bob Hoskins was like blind drunk for the entire yeah. filming of the movie. So, so was John Leguizamo. I'm sure he wasn't like looking at the costumes, thinking. These are the wrong colors. Wasn't this the movie where like Hoskins didn't even know it was based on a video game when he started and he signed yeah. on? His, his kid had to tell him, I think. Yeah. To be fair, he was in the movie, so he saw what was going on, and he was like, "I don't, I don't recognize any video game here." So the other big difference is, of course, we have Daisy versus Peach, and kind of the initiating incidents with the protagonist is Daisy is the royalty from Dino Hatton, born of a mushroom or a dinosaur or an egg, and has boobs for some reason. <laughs> Mushrooms. <laughs> That's right. She has mushroom. Mush- the mushroom emperor. <laughs> she has mushrooms. Mushrooms. Yes. Yeah, mushroom. Mushrooms. Uh, so, Princess mushrooms. Peach is actually from our world. Who crawl was her parents left her in this deepest, darkest tunnel in Brooklyn somehow. Weird. And she crawled her way into the Mushroom Kingdom, where they crowned her queen, princess, and. She now rules them for some reason. That's not super clear. But she has an amazing, you know, English accent. Was her past not just a bunch of sequel dates? Like the next movie will just be yeah, Peach's history? It's when her cousin Daisy will come and find her. I think what happened was it was like when you're, you're in line for the roller coaster and they have the yardstick. And it's just like, you must be this tall to rule. And none of the other toads could get that tall, so she was just de facto ruler. It was weird to me, though, because when she came through, she was like, you're a human. Or not when she came through, when Mario came through. She's like, you're a human. But, like, how did she know what a human was? She was a baby when she came through. I mean, I'm sure the toads told her. How did they know what a human was? (laughs) Well, I mean, you, like, look how, like, there's a lot of stuff, like, okay, Andrew, you know what? I'm sitting here trying to defend this. I'm like, why am I doing this? This is a kid's movie. Let it be what it is. So as our antagonist in this movie, we've got King Koopa, as we mentioned earlier, who rules Dino Hatton. He is thwarted by nepotism as he uses uh, idiot Donald cousins. Trump. <laughs> Sorry. Well, Iggy and Spike. Oh, my gosh. He, it does look just like him. It's that hair. Oh, my gosh. They knew. And the nepotism. I mean, it's right. His little T-Rex pose. <laughs> oh, uh, my okay. gosh. Little hands. Speaking <laughs> of nepotism, though, he kept calling them the cousins, like the two weird guys, um, Fisher Stevens and the other guy. I, and then, Spike. But then at the end, they were like, we've been loyal to your dad the whole time, and let's take you to him. I was like, I couldn't tell if they were just turning on King Koopa or if they were actually loyal to him the whole time. I was very confused. This movie made no sense. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. Because they seemed like they legitimately turned. But also when they were made smarter, they knew big words, but they were still dumb as rocks. Listen, the best thing that you can do is not think about the movie, because that's what the writers and the producers and the actors and everyone else was doing while they were <laughs> making it. They weren't thinking about the movie. And they didn't want you to think about it after. Or the games. Because like, that's the thing. The antagonist in the, in the 2023 one is Bowser, 
And he's yeah. got his flying Bowser head, which feels very on brand for him. I mean, it's out of he, one of the games. Like, I directly. thought so, but I wasn't certain. Yeah. yeah. Paper and Mario, he, I think. Okay. And he commands his army of, like, I, I was just trying to list the ones I could remember. I'm sure you guys remember the other ones, but it was Goombas, Koopa Troopers, Dry Bones, Shy Guys. Who else am I missing, Eric? Yeah, uh, these Wizard guys, dude. but I don't, know, I don't know what they're called. That's Kamek. Yeah, Kamek. It was like it was like if you ever were going to build a Bowser army, like for a board game or RP or a real time strategy game. Oh my gosh, why is there not a Mario RTS? Where yes. Bowser's like, yeah, okay. Ooh, this like Pikmin. Ooh, hello. Like Pikmin, but yeah. with with Koopa Troopas. And, um, and Bowser's like Bowser's like getting armies of like. They yeah, even Koopa got the blue shell. That was yeah, they they that was shell. such a good. <laughs> That was good. Blue shell. So in the original 93 movie, King Koopa, his uh, henchmen are like his crutch or his, his handicap or Achilles heel or some other metaphor that eludes me right now in this moment. And then, but Bowser in the 2023 movie, he's his own worst enemy because he's like obsessed with Peach. And his whole army is just kind of like, why don't we just, Let's just take over uh, Mushroom Kingdom, and Bowser's got to make it all about getting Peach. So the central conflict is Bowser's horny. Yeah, I do appreciate that. Like, they didn't; they weren't just pulling like every old school nod they could. Like when he showed up, they weren't like in. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, they weren't because even like because his like outfit at the wedding was like straight out of Super Mario Odyssey. Which so it was like yeah. it wasn't just the old school like classic I mean, games like they were pulling Odyssey's pretty old at this point I guess I guess so but it's not it's not the same caliber of like mm. classic yeah. Odyssey came out like after my kids were born yeah twenty seventeen you know, I was a dad already I just like how they touched on a bunch of different Nintendo franchises so you have Donkey Kong you have Smash Brothers. Because that's kind of like how Donkey Kong and oh, Mario yeah. get into the fight. It's yeah. a Smash Brothers map, essentially arena. Um, and then you have the Mario Kart. What's the little What's the little star's name from Ga- from Super Mario Galaxy? He was my Baluma. favorite thing in the yes. movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! But- I, it it took me a minute to realize that's who that was. I was like, like when I was talking, I'm like, like what characters are supposed to be? And then I realized it was that stupid little star from the Galaxy. It was like. But it's more than oh just but it's more than just that though, right? Like there's all of this stuff. Like you have Mario like the fir- the early beginning of the movie, he's playing a Super Nintendo and he's playing Kid Icarus. Just to interrupt you here for a second, like, did you say he's playing Kid Icarus? Yeah, wasn't isn't that the game? Well, Icarus was the kid. No, Daedalus is his dad. Icarus yep. is the kid. But yes, the but name the of the game, game, the is, called of the game is called Kid Icarus. And the main character. Why would you call it Kid Icarus? I, I don't know. I'm just saying that's the name of the game. And the character. Icarus is the kid. Yes. Go ask but... Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> the name because of the it's Icarus and he's a kid. I feel like someone didn't pay attention to their Greek you're mythology. Giving, you're giving Mike the third degree. <laughs> and it, like he was the one who produced the game. <laughs> Mike, don't Why you would know? Why would he do that? <laughs> Where yes, were you in 1981? You were an yeah. egg somewhere, Mike. Yeah, it was uh, yeah, Kid Icarus, the main character, was Pit, but he's a Super Smash Brothers. Moving right along, we've got some wild, wild trivia for you. And I'm going to turn it over to our guests and the rest of you. And the rest of the rebooters. And the rest. <laughs> on Rebooted. 
Y'all got Marianne. All right. So in the original um, version of the film, there was supposed to be a cameo. Well, they had wanted a cameo of Bruce Willis where he's going through the air ducts in King Koopa's castle, which I feel like would have raised the rating of that film by a whole yeah. pH level or lowered up, it based on what up Andrew's to, up <laughs> to an entire one point. <laughs> it would have made it. It would have been a good cameo. That would have been good. I feel like that's an overused joke. Cause didn't that happen like the Lego movie two or something like that? The second Lego movie. You mean as Will Ferrell is like scolding his kid for playing with his Legos. Bruce Willis punches out of his attic or his uh, basement ceiling. No, that's not what <laughs> happened. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, in the new movie, uh, so when when we mentioned this earlier, but when Bowser's naming all the his troops and he says. He doesn't know what the spiky red-shelled turtles are called. They're actually called shinies, which I did, or spinies, which I didn't know. So that's a that's interesting. Makes sense. That's what I they know. are. They're spiny, but that's what they're called. The thing that I think is so funny is like Dennis Hopper pulling no punches about like how bad this this movie was. Like he he said like he said like bl- pretty much blatantly like interviews like this film was a the film was a nightmare. And that the directors were so bad that their own agent told them to just, like, get off set. Like, just go away. I guess he was supp- he was supposed to be there for, like, five weeks or something, and it ended up taking, like, 17. That's insane. Like, <laughs> that's why I think the budget has, that's published budget, has yeah, to be that's, the, the You're free. like, it's all those those are Dennis Harper numbers. movie. You gotta pump those it's up. It's all Dennis Harper, or Harper you know, they money, always, right? It, they joke about how on the set of True Detective, like ha- like half the budget was weed budget for Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. I gotta imagine most of this budget, they were not getting drunk on that set. They were getting high on something pretty powerful, like meth or crack or something. Because that, there's no way that movie was just people drinking. <laughs> yeah, this was Alice in Wonderland levels of <laughs> drugs, fever well, dreams. So Mario's creator, Shigeru Miyamoto, said in an interview... In the end, it was a very fun project that they put a lot of effort into. But also said, the one thing that I still have some regrets about is that the movie may have tried to get a little too close to what the Mario Brothers video games were. And in that sense, it became a movie that that was about a video game rather than being an entertaining movie in and of itself. And I have to ask, sir, did you watch this movie? Was that just a press release? Because I don't think you I don't think you know what you're talking about. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> It's so because like I feel like there's been the because I I have to imagine like people have tried to do Mario movies like since then like we have to redeem this especially as like certain video game movies are gaining a little more popularity like Resident Evil has done reasonably well and I I feel like there there's like you know obviously Sonic but I feel like it it took like Sonic the Hedgehog releasing to be Andrew's got to look like, where are you going? Because well, he doesn't like the movie. Because Sonic was awful. Really? It might. I, what? It made a lot of money. It made a sequel because of it. how much money it made. Uh, the movie I, was fun. It was I, successful, Andrew. I, All right, it made money. He hasn't even I, seen it. Don't don't ask for his opinion. I enjoyed the Sonic. I've movie. seen about. I am with you, Mike. I enjoyed oh. the Sonic movie genuinely. I, like it was, it was Mario. Fun. Okay, hear hear me out though. Hear me out. Mario was a better movie. The Mario Brothers movie was better than Sonic. I will not argue that. The Sonic movie was a good movie, but I think it took the success, the commercial success of the Sonic movie for Nintendo to go, 
okay, it's time. And, like, Sonic walked so Mario could run. So, that sounds weird. It's actually, actually, um, yeah, that that is, yeah, I understand, like, that's ironic, given the circumstances, but I'm just saying. The funny thing is, Mike, you're actually correct, but you're correct about the wrong movie. Uh, It was the Pikachu live action. Uh Uh, Well, okay. When that was successful, when that was successful, Nintendo said, okay, we're going to revisit Mario. I, I could give you that. I I can imagine. I, mean, I, I, re- I read it. I, I mean, I didn't. <laughs> I read it in like one of like, I'm reading the it things right about now. the movie. That may that may be true, but but like I f- yeah, I feel like there's maybe a little bit of both. But sure, yeah. And honestly, Detective Pikachu was a great movie too. I enjoyed that <laughs> one too. I can imagine a, like an alternate reality where they don't change the Sonic CGI and he still has realistic human teeth and. Just we never get a Super Mario Brothers movie. Okay, no, but okay. so I've bad. said this before. I think on this on this podcast, you did. They didn't edit the. They didn't edit the Sonic CGI based on the fan response. They edited the Sonic CGI for the promotion. Mm. They made it bad on it. purpose because the turnaround was way too fast. For the was correct, it? the turnaround for the correction was way too quick. Yeah, I could see that. They made it the the way that it it was it was done and ready to ship the way that it appears in the movie, and then they went back and said, "Let's dial it back and drum up some like fever pitch like media buzz over how <laughs> terrible this is," and then and then go, "Oh, it's okay, everybody. We we listened to you and we fixed it." Yeah, they did it in reverse. It Although, was, did you is this is this our daily or our our weekly whatever segment of hashtag Mike's headcanon? <laughs> no, it was the Sonic. Where he's just like this is my conspiracy theory. I I do kind of I do agree S- with Mike though. No, Sonic the Hedgehog, the Sonic that Sonic CGI was good before it was bad. They I, pushed I, the I movie agree back with you. I think it was months. to get. I think it was to cause viral buzz. Yeah, I agree with you. It was part um, of the plan. Although, are you are you saying that they wouldn't have abused the artists? They just put <laughs> well, them through endless overtime with no sure. extra pay. It was part of the plan. I I agree. <laughs> Did you guys all see the um the new Chippendale movie that came out? I what was loved it last the summer? Chippendale movie. Did they the ugly Sonic at the comic? They had ugly Sonic. <laughs> In the movie, <laughs> and Seth Rogen, all his animated characters that are just Seth Rogen, which is another <laughs> nod to this movie, <laughs> which is a joke during the inter- during the like press junkets where they were talking to him, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't do voices." He's like, "I just," <laughs> which I don't mind. I feel like Seth Rogen's charismatic enough where if he's if he ca- if he's cast in a movie like that specifically to be Seth Rogen, like it doesn't bother me because. I was waiting for the Seth Rogen laugh with Donkey Kong. I'm like, it fits with Donkey Kong. Honestly, like Seth Rogen being his like go to care like personality as Donkey Kong is perfect. It it was it's it's exactly what you want from Donkey Kong. It's what you want from Pumbaa. It's what like it. I love Seth Rogen. Listen, it was either Seth Rogen or The Rock. So I think we won out. I'm making that up, but I feel like that was the case. (laughs) I mean, he's in everything. The Rock would be a good. You say that like he's locked up in a closet, <laughs> like in the He'll Disney production house, and like we got to bring I out on the same way that Ken Jong is yeah. locked up in like Fox's like television production closet. 
What does the fox say? So in my brain, you said Ken Jong in in like out loud. You said Ken Jong, but in my brain, I heard Kim Kim Jong, and I was like, <laughs> "What? <laughs> Wrong Seth Rogen movie?" <laughs> yeah, yeah I forgot that was a thing. <laughs> What a what a flop that was! Oh man, <laughs> it's because they because they oh, chickened man. out and they were like, "Oh, we can't do it because North Korea yeah. is gonna it also, was, it wasn't be mad." No, it, no. It my point is good. that it wasn't very good. Like the opening scene with the children's choir singing about the dictator was comedy gold, and then the rest of the movie was just bad. I haven't seen and it. And also, one like two two to three top ten gifs gif memes of all time from that movie. I mean, it was, yes. it was, it was, it was about North Korea, the Dane Cook of countries. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's married to Andrew's, Andrew's weekly bit of hashtag the Dane Cook of something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know what, uh, I didn't get to listen to what all the kiddos were talking about, but I'm imagining that the song Peaches probably came up in discussion. Uh, and it debuted at number 83 on the Billboard Hot 100. <laughs> Which peaches, is, you know, peaches. like half of the lyrics are just peaches. You know what's so uh, funny? That's a kicker. Before I saw the movie and before I heard the song, I kept seeing people talk about how, about the Peaches song for the movie. And I legitimately thought it was like going to have a part where it had the song Millions of Peaches in there. <laughs> <I can't> but- <laughs> Uh, Laura showed me this thing. I don't know if it was Snapchat or TikTok or whatever, but it was this dude who basically who called out that the chord progression of the Peaches song is the identical chord progression of Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up. Peaches, 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 so peaches, 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 Jack Black, Rick rolled all of us. I wouldn't be surprised, double. but I don't think that's what... I think it was just a coincidence. Uh, he's, no way. Or, or no he way. Was, he might have, he probably had Rickroll going in his head while he was singing it. No, there's no way Jack Black did that like unintentionally. Well, that's what I'm saying. He probably had it going in his head yeah. and he was singing along to it. I mean, he, he did he was in Tenacious D. He is a singer. Right. No, I I I think he did it. I I I think he like did it on purpose, like intentionally like let's do this thing cuz he I mean, he's crazy enough he, to do things. He probably like wrote that. the song himself, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, yeah. I think he already ad libbed it himself. Once. Like that's what I'm saying. Like he probably did it in te- like with that intention of like blatantly like I'm gonna rickroll everybody watching this movie by playing yeah. Never Gonna Give You Up. He at the very yeah. least was probably just humming the tune, and then he was just like, "Hey, I have a idea for some <laughs> yeah. for a song." The- Speaking of the '80s, did you know that the uh, the director of the 1993 movie, the, the married couple that were apparently fun to work with <laughs> also made max headroom i don't even know what that, that is. makes a lot of sense look it up yeah. mike look up just look up a picture wait you don't you don't wait know no, 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 no 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 wait no 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 seriously pause mike get your phone look up max headroom and then come back to us right now i would just mike, take a few seconds Mike, you'll know yeah you'll see the it. picture and you'll be like do oh, it right yeah. now yeah okay I, i'm doing it i'm doing it right now is a pop culture max. icon <laughs> I feel like we didn't talk about the original movie enough with how bonkers it is. We all just collectively want to forget that that movie existed. But it's not even that it's bad. Like, it's bad. No, it is. But it's just, it's bizarre. It's like. He gets put in, he gets put in Dino Hat in jail. 
Like, and King Koopa, for some reason, pretends to be his attorney so he can talk to him, even though he's the most so powerful dumb. man, dinosaur thingy, Donald Trump on the planet. Why? It's just so weird. It also, make any like, sense. I, did the one did the one thug guy get turned back into a human after he got turned to a monkey? Did like what? No, like it just the whole thing was just strange. Like and it had, so. like where did these ideas even come from? It was so weird. Drugs. It Shrooms, ironically enough, it was mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, I actually think, I think that they they tried to take something, and they wanted to do a whole different movie. Like, and I I was bringing up this. They got a lot of studio interference trying to make it kids. And I think it somewhere along the line, I don't think this couple knows what a kid's movie is. And so they said, they were trying to make this different, darker, edgier movie. And then they said, what do kids love? Dinosaurs. Okay, let's make it a kid's movie by making them dinosaurs. And then they were like, well, that doesn't make sense. So let's add mush boobs. <laughs> well, that doesn't make sense. And and it's just I think it just went from, it just went downhill from there. And that's what, I, I think it was this spiraling like, it, we don't know how to make a kid's it was movie. Like, we make Max Headroom. It was like know? those. Yeah. It was like those levels of Mario where the screen keeps moving, and you miss a jump at the beginning, <laughs> and you're frantically trying to save yourself the entire rest of the level as your doom is rapidly encroaching upon you. And you're like, I'm not planning jumps. I'm just moving. I'm just. I, it's just forward. That's all we could do. We can't go back. Yeah. I mean, I really do feel that, and especially once they put so much money into it, it was like they just had to keep. Yeah, like, it's like I, I feel like, and I feel like that it probably got even more crazy on the editing floor when they were like, "Oh, we didn't shoot something here that made this make sense." Well, we'll kind of just put a pan in there and yeah. put a different scene in. Yeah, the sun it's is like how Mario. That's how Mario got arrested. Yeah, because it just didn't make sense. <laughs> it's what like your we plumber? Kept- we're going to arrest you. <laughs> Yeah, they kept slopping uh, stuff on until it was like the metaphor of the giant king mushroom snot goop. That's yeah. what this movie was. I I really feel like that's just what it was. It just ended up being like it was this train wreck that that started and they just couldn't stop it because they poured so much money into it and they thought, hey, maybe we'll break even, and they didn't even do half that. Looking back at the two movies, let's talk a bit more about what we liked and disliked about what was changed. Let's start with our favorite things they copied and our favorite things they changed. As they say, (laughs) opinions are like the Canadian Providence of Alberta. They're formed in 1905 and border the Rocky Mountains. Eric, why don't you give us your opinion first? It feels like there's probably like two ways to do a Mario movie, and that's very direct adaptation versus complete nonsense. Is there any version of this that's not one of these two? Oh, I, I, not to disagree with you, but I, <laughs> please do. <laughs> I, I think you, I think that the one difference is that I would like to see is I'd like to see them do a live action version that's a more faithful to the games, but not as faithful as the cartoon version. Although, Eric, I do think a good one would be Robot Chicken Sketch, where it's the Mario in yeah. our world, and he's like, they like jump on the turtles because they're waiting, like, <laughs> excited, and it just squishes it yeah. and stuff. Also, the Pedro Pascal uh, sketch <laughs> from SNL. The Mario Kart. That, the that Mario was very, 
That was very much the 93 movie, though. It like, was. I was gonna say you can combine the '93 movie and the <laughs> and like the new movie and do like uh, like a Mad Max Mario Kart movie. I wa- okay. I need this to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I've considered Fury like, Road, like if you made Mario Karts, but yeah. with the Mario '93 directors. That's just kind of like hats <laughs> on hats, though, Mike. Two like, <laughs> cars or hats on cats. Hats on cats. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, speaking of hats on cats, Mike, what do you think? I think we know what I think at this point. Um, the original, just like, no good. Great. No good. <laughs> Kill it with fire. And I think, I, honestly, I told Laura this last night. Uh, deep down, I think Nintendo wishes it would go the way of the Star Wars Christmas special. Um, we talk about it, but it doesn't really exist. And the new movie was, I mean, it was a kid's movie. It was like, it was 90 minutes, like perfect length. It it didn't take itself too seriously. It's let's have fun and let's throw as many Easter eggs into this as we possibly can and just have fun with it. Like they got the DK rap from Donkey Kong 64 in this movie. And that just kind of made my day. I loved the new movie. Like it was damn near perfect in my book. You know, I I do think, Mike, that they did kind of Star Wars special it because it is very difficult to find that movie yeah. to watch. I had to watch it. <laughs> yeah. I had not seen it in probably decades at this point or a decade and a half. And I had to go on YouTube to find it. I had watched it in 22 parts because that was the only place <laughs> I could find it. All right, Jess, you're well, up. Okay, so here we go. When I was around <laughs> 10-ish, <laughs> I... I had seen this movie a lot. Like I like it for some reason it was on Disney Channel, even though it wasn't a Disney movie. I remember specifically watching it on Disney. And there was one time I was watching it and I was so sick. Like I had a I think I had a fever. I was it's like weird. Felt I had the nauseous. same to the movie. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. Like it felt like a fever dream. And that's probably the last time I watched it because even now watching it, I'm like, yeah, this still feels like that fever dream. And Anytime I think about that movie, I think about how sick I was when I watched it the last time. To be fair, to be fair to Jess, she experiences flu-like symptoms <laughs> and for and becomes forgetful, and so she just doesn't remember when the last time she saw the movie. And that's legitimate. Too. I don't even. I might have been older than ten when I saw. It. I just. I just remember I was so sick, and every time I even think about this movie, I think about how sick I was and how when I was watching, I was like, "Yeah, this this feels the same." Like it. Does not, this does not feel like a real movie like it it just it's not a, it, it can't be like i don't understand how this was made like i said earlier even if you take out the Mario aspect it's a, still a strange ass movie and yeah. yeah and i was saying about the new one the, Pe- the pedro pascal sketch from snl feels more <laughs> like a legitimate real movie going back to my opinions though for the new one and this is just like the Lego movie for me, not just because it stars Chris Pratt, but you know, the Lego movie looked like it was just going to be a big cash grab, which let's be real. It was, but it was also good. It was and also that's how, a lot of cash. <laughs> and that's how this one was. Like you see, and you're like, you hear about it and you're like, really? They're going to make a Mario movie. And then you see the trailers. You're like, really? This is going to be a movie. And then you watch it. And it was actually really good. And, I, and like, you know, Mike said it was 90 minutes, which is great for a kid's movie. But at the same time, I was like, I kept waiting for, like, these things. I was waiting for Daisy. I was waiting for Yoshi. I was waiting for, like, a bunch of different references that never came. And I'm like, well, where are these? And I'm like, you know what? There's there. so much There's so much canon in Mario that it's it's going to come mm-hmm. in the sequel upon sequel upon sequel. Robert. Robert. Yes. Robbie. Rob Meister. 
<laughs> Smash that star and give me those coins. What do you what do you think? <laughs> um I also would love to piggyback off of what Eric said. And there's really only two ways to make a Mario movie. It's just that my opinion is that they shouldn't have made one of those. Um, <laughs> and it's not even close. It's definitely, they should not have made that 93 movie. Um, I remember just being annoyed with it. I, uh, as a, even as a kid, I just realized this just isn't, this, this isn't what I wanted. I don't know what it would have been. Like you said, Andrew, I don't know what, they would have done to make it like Mario. I just knew that what we got did not meet my expectations. So wrong. And I was like nine, I think. (laughs) So yeah, I agree. I think it's, it's so hard though, because you're like, you do ask yourself, well, what, what would it have been? What would, and that's even what I said to Eric, I'd love to see a live action Mario movie, but then Mm -hmm. I'm still, I'm thinking about it and going, but what would that be like? You almost need the comic cartoony campiness to make it work. Yeah, and and that's, but it's at the same time like you kind of want the live action because there's something cool about like seeing the Goombas as like fully realized humanoid Weta Workshop style puppets. Yeah, you know? but you can fully like, realize and, them more accurately than what they did. No, no, I'm not talking about the '93s being good, Mike. I'm saying if I wanted to see like a a fully realized live action, I would want a Weta Workshop style Goomba soldiers. Yeah. Rocking it out. I have an idea. Like the uh, Koopas, you do the Ninja Turtles, you know, you just kind of like Michael yeah. Bay style. <laughs> I have an idea though. So there, it starts out live action, and it's mm. sure Chris Pratt. He gets brought into the Mushroom Kingdom where he turns into Cartoon Mario, and then they have the whole adventure. And then it, the climax happens in the real world, and you have a very silly live action of all these things. That'd be fun. I would Does the, that if the cartoon version is the Paper Mario. <laughs> Does Ooh. the ending of your version still end with Koopa doing a 9-11? Oh, <laughs> from the original? <laughs> too yeah, soon. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> You're like, too soon and also before. <laughs> Very weird. Too soon for, too Koopa soon did. in that is too soon and also too early. <laughs> <laughs> too soon, really too soon. But, but the live action version that yeah. you're looking for, Andrew, is that what about just the version we got, but with those small changes you were talking about? The they wear the correct colors from the beginning. They reference Mario's girlfriend as Peach. Maybe better design on the Goombas. I feel like you need more than that though, because because they they lean so heavy into this dinosaur world thing with Dino Hatton. Like you gotta scrap that and you gotta go to Mushroom Kingdom. You gotta have Mushroom Kingdom. You, you change you the name, have... but I guess you still have the setting. That looks like yeah, that. like you gotta you gotta make it like, like just do Wizard of Oz, and so like Munch, it's a Mushroom Kingdom, it's Munchkin Land, and then they're all like have the little toad hats on, and they're all humans, but they're dressed up like these things. Yeah, and then like Bowser is played by the same actor that plays the angry neighbor who hates his dog, and his dog becomes Yoshi, <laughs> and. At the end of the movie, he's like, and you were there, and you were there, and like Peach is like his high school sweetheart. And I don't know. I mean, if you're going to go Wizard of Oz, like, go full Wizard of Oz, man. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Wizard of Oz Mario would be amazing. Kind of would. Now that's a fever dream, but a good fever dream. Kind of would. So, Andrew, what... What was your opinion? We we've we've heard everyone else, uh, you know, talk and try to spin their yarn about what was so great or not so great. So, tell us, 
tell us, sir, what was your opinion on it? I would say this was a fun movie that I enjoyed watching. I liked that I got to take my kids to it. And I, like I said, just makes me want a Mario RTS to play where I can build a Bowser army or build a, a Toad army or a Donkey Kong army. Minecraft Legends um, stuff. And he, and he is, in fact, talking yeah. about the 1993 movie. That's his opinion of that one. Nope. Uh, so I think, you know, that it was, it was fun. It was, it was great. It was good to take the family to, and I enjoyed that. Uh, the, to, the 1993 one, like I said, it just, it felt to me like it got out of control and Jeff just kept going out of control and it descended into this, this mess of a movie that I understand, I, but I do understand why there's like a cult following on it because there is like because it's weird, yeah, because it's weird and people like people like to like things that are contrarian. So I think I can I get it and I see why it's got that that following. But but without further ado, we do like to take a minute to give the two movies our final rating. We're not rating the movies against each other, simply how they each stand. On their own merits. So, Eric, rate these movies for me, buddy. <laughs> well, the original is obviously not good, but damn, is it fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's hard to give it a rating because it's, like, like I said, terrible, but it's just so interesting that I do watch, I have watched it like several times over the last five, ten years. The new one, I liked it. It was... 90 minutes in and out. Cool 90, I like to say. Like, cool 90. Just get in there, throw in the Mario references, done. Kind of wanted to enjoy it a little more, but still a good, like, three and a half, four out of five. Mike, start, start your gushing engine. Yeah, okay. So the original movie was just disgusting. I, I'm giving it a zero out of five. Like, Whoa, our first ideas are for zero. Yeah, it's just, it shouldn't exist. It just should not, under any circumstances, exist as a movie. And guys, this is Change him now. Well, since you rated the Zero, you have rated the 1984 Dune as higher than Mario. Yes. That's saying something. Yes. Dune had redeeming qualities. The new, the 2023 Super Mario Brothers movie, I said it before and I'll say it again. It was damn near perfect. Like, it was exactly what I wanted out of the movie. Is it going to win Academy Awards? Maybe not, but who the heck cares? It's there to have fun, and damn it, I enjoyed every effing second of it. Five out of five. I mean, it might win best song. That was a lot of opinions, a lot of fast facts from Mike. So, Rob, why don't you slow this down for us? <laughs> what? That's normally a problem with my review system is that I go too slow. So I will just go a normal pace for you. And I will say right, that works too. Thank you. The original 1993 Super Mario Brothers is a half of a star. So it's like Mario grabbed the invincibility star and then he ate it and it didn't work. And it made his insides explode. That's how I feel about the original movie. Um, and then I will say that I really enjoyed uh, the movie, uh, the new one very much and my daughter really liked it too and it was something that we could bond over because we also play the the newer switch games and she really loves it and she loves the song and we play it all the time and it's great it's great fun i give it 
four stars out of five. Four stars out of five. You did not get 100% on your Mario game. No. Uh, Jess, you're up next. All right, this isn't a rating, but I forgot to tell the story earlier, and I wanted to share it. So Andrew's text message is the Mario ding, ba ding. And one day when I was at work, he was in the drive-thru, but I was on break. And I heard him come in order, so I texted him. And so you could hear through the speaker his ba-ding when my text went through. And one of my coworkers <laughs> goes, did that man just level up? <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. I did, yeah. <laughs> the new one. I'm going to give it four superstars. Power-up super special stars. And the original, I'm going to give one giant fever dream. I am going to give the first one a 2 out of 14 on the pH scale. Yeah. What is it? The rating. I mean, it could be a lot of different things. It could be anything from lemon juice to gastric acid to vinegar, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, and then the new one, I'm going to give a 12 out of 14, to, uh, which is about the pH of uh, soapy water. Hmm. And as a final... Rating. We've got two very little special guests. We've got Rob's eldest daughter and my, well, eldest slash only daughter. Rob's the one who was crazy and had three. Oh, I got the first one of getting pinions. Tell me, what did you think of the Mario movie? Um, the part of the movie was scary, but I didn't like the part of the movie, and I said at the end, Mario and Luigi! I still know the same thing. Whoa, that's really good, kid. <laughs> I can't hear what's happening, so you're going to have to... He said that's a good kid. What, what, what do I want to know? Uh, you get the um, Pokemon card first, so you get the first one of the Pokemon card. So I'm going to give you a Pikachu pokemon card but i will have the eevee pokemon card okay but that pokemon's not mario i have special pokemon card for you oh awesome now tell us your favorite part of the movie it's kind of like the first part of the movie you you said you liked the penguins right yeah the like the i like the um first part of the movie like i like the penguins but but not the um not um that guy right up there that I see his the those like his sticking horns. out. Yeah. Bowser. Yeah. Yeah, Bowser. Bowser is so he gets fire anyways. Oh, so what do you think? What was your favorite part of the movie? Mine is where like like when, when Bowser was singing in the little in the little in the little in the little mushroom and he said, Hey, be quiet. In, in the little, and then he was in a little cage. He was very small. It's funny to me. That is funny. <laughs> That's very funny. Who's your favorite character? Me? Peach. <laughs> Who's your favorite character? Who did you like the most in the movie? Uh, oh, Peach. Peach? Okay, so you both like Peach? Yeah. All right. That's awesome. <laughs> Did you guys like the Peach song? The Peaches, 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 Peaches. Was that great? Yeah. Yeah. Who's um, going to sing it with us? Peaches, 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 Peaches. If you I mean, say got it, it, you can sing the Peach song. What do you, <laughs> what do you rate the movie? I oh, don't yeah. know. Yeah, let's get, let's get your final rating. It's your final rating of this movie. Out of 14. How about, did you like the movie or did you not like the movie? 
Almost like the movie. I love it. Well, up next, we've got Robert, the king of the listeners. I am the king of the listeners. Pause for the trumpets. Peaches, 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 peaches. Okay, um. So I am the king of the listeners, and we want to know what y'all felt about this movie, but I also need to know a very important what all is your favorite Super Mario Brothers game? You can only pick one. Star Fox. Oh, Star Fox. <laughs> I mean, it's a Nintendo. It's a Nintendo game, at least. <laughs> He's in Super Smash Brothers. He's in Super Smash Brothers. Also, not a Mario game. But, <laughs> yeah, but was all, but was in this movie. So, I guess that's that's my fault. Uh, yes. So that was my that was my backup Mario game. You just crushed me, Rob. <laughs> that was my <laughs> my real answer. <laughs> I I guess it's a Mario game in the Crap. fact that it's like Super Smash Bros. and it's the only other like Nintendo property no, that has I'll bros think of in the title. Else, I guess. Womp <laughs> <laughs> womp. Uh, my favorite is oh man, Super Mario Brothers three. That's actually mine too. That one, me and my sister played all the time. We you know we always did that hack in the third third part of the first map and you'd get the whistle and then mm-hmm. you go through and then until i was an adult and actually could save the game i never finished the game because i i couldn't get past a lot of that. stuff <laughs> i mean i went a lot of world <laughs> one and two and that was pretty much it yeah <laughs> over yeah. and over and over again <laughs> although now i've been kind of watching like i don't i don't watch the whole thing but like sometimes i'll come across people doing speed runs on um tiktok on their lives and they're and like they're doing it without do- using the whistles and stuff. And there's one guy I follow who keeps trying to get like 53 minutes through all the levels without, you know, any whistles or anything. And so um, I'll, I'll stop by and watch sometimes. And my kids like watching it with me if they're around when I watch it. All right. Who's next? Mario 3 is good, but I got to go this trip into 3D. Mario 64. <sighs> oh, yeah. That's a good one. 3D platform that somehow hasn't been topped in that genre in nearly 30 years. <laughs> I'm inclined to disagree that Mario 64 hasn't been topped. I, I, I love Mario 64. I really do. But I feel like Super Mario Odyssey was like this perfect blend of all eras of Mario. You and the reason that I love Super Mario Odyssey is that you get bits of the side scrolling. You get a little bit of, you get a little bit, a lot of the three D Mario. I, I I feel I really do feel like Super Mario Odyssey is like it's peak Mario because it's everything all at once in like it's just so well executed all across the board. I love Super Mario Odyssey. I'll agree with all that. Still prefer 64. The one I, I enjoyed the most is was this was the uh Mario Party 
but that was because I enjoyed playing with people and I liked the mini games and stuff. Yeah. But the one that I think I thought was a fun concept that I enjoyed playing with was Super Paper Mario. Mm. Um, I liked being able to turn the world and kind of like, you know, you know, take taking the classic side scroll and turning it and being able to move around objects. But it was kind of a one and done kind of gimmick, mm-hmm. you know. Like you did it a few times, like all right, all right, that's a. <laughs> Part of me is kind of sad that nobody said Super Mario 2 because it's basically the Super Mario movie of the Mario games because it's just a reskinning of another game and it has absolutely nothing to do with any of Mario and the rest of Mario. Because the the original Super Mario Brothers 2 is too hard for American audiences. So there's a Japanese version that never came to the States. Oh, it's okay. Most of the games are too hard for me. That's why I had a game genie at that age. (laughs) (laughs) That's um, why I played it on a um, on my computer and just saved yeah. it and back it up every five seconds because I'd, I'd die. Button. Just keep rewinding. Yeah. That's why I watch speedruns on TikTok because I can't play. Yeah. <laughs> that was like I was I was telling someone recently about we went to this uh, this place with Eric a few years back where you can play the old arcade games. You pay like twenty bucks to play as much as you want. Uh, I believe it's called Galloping Ghost, right, Eric? That's the place. Shout out to Galloping Ghost in um, Brookfield. Brookfield. Uh, but I, I think the thing though is that it, it took away a lot of like the the mis the mystique mystery of like one of my favorite arcade games, which was um, Area Fifty One. Area Fifty One. Wow. No, Area Fifty One because it, when you when you're sitting there with a, a like a stack of quarters. And you got to try to beat it and you got someone with you or whatever and like try not to die and stuff. That was a huge like tension builder. But when you can play unlimited amount of times, you, you just kind of haphazardly go and just like, oh, no, he got me slap restart, you know. And mm-hmm. um, so there, there is something about that. It was like it was made super easier. When you didn't actually pay the quarters. So that being said, I wouldn't want. Oh to yeah, pay the <laughs> all day. Oh man. But yeah, it, it's. I do. I did have a lot of fun when we went there playing the old game. All right. So we've all voted. We've all voted with our voices about which Super Mario Brothers game we like the most. But we're gonna put this out to the listeners. So if you're listening to this right now. Go to the Facebook group. We're gonna have a poll up. We're gonna have. We're gonna try to put as many Super Mario Brothers games in there as possible, and everybody go vote. And the winner, maybe we'll stream it or something. I don't know. We'll have fun with it. It's gonna. It's gonna be our. It's gonna be Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. <laughs> oh, I am not putting that as an option in the poll. That Someone's gonna write it in. Terrible. I played it on my uh, yeah. DS. <laughs> That's the only. My daughter that's really unfortunately likes, the only Sonic game I've ever played. <laughs> my daughter really likes the new, the Super Mario Brothers World, the Switch version, but the two-player one where it's like Bowser's like this giant guy, and it's it's basically just like two players. I will you say can, I do. One of you gets to be like the little floaty Koopa guy, and like he just kind of tags around with Mario. All right, well, let's uh, go ahead and talk about what movies are coming out that we are looking forward to. Eric, you're up first. Every movie I was looking forward to has come out in the last couple of weeks. Um, uh, New season of Barry is pretty good. Anyone watch that? 
We watched an episode or two, which was pretty hilarious from the ones we watched. Yeah. I'm only about uh, three years behind on Succession right now. Just finished the first season. That's how my TV watching goes. All right. Mike, what do you got coming on a pipe? Um, So, since we're on the subject of Super Mario, uh, there was a trailer ahead of the movie for the Ninja Turtles movie, uh, Mutant Mayhem, and I am absolutely jacked for that movie. It's going to be, like, campy awesome it's like animated like in the style of like spider-verse seth rogan is in it he's playing Bebop. michelangelo oh no he's no no the turtles are like teenagers like true like ah. young teenagers like they're actually like really young kids and it's like it's gonna be absolutely perfect and also i know everybody wants to hate on the michael bay transformers movies but honestly <laughs> if he wasn't doing something right they wouldn't keep making them and i am here for the Beast Wars movie, change my mind. It's going to be fantastic. Just out of curiosity, when you say um, they're going to have like actual legit teenagers do it, do you mean like Tom Wellington's going to be one of them? Tom Holland, you mean? <laughs> no. Um... Was, that, was that a Smallville reference? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, that was 45 a 45-year-old man, Tom you Wellington? You got it. <laughs> oh my god! Like, um, what I a Raphael is the kid who plays Evan in uh, Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Oh, it was just a joke, Mike. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's just a joke. Andrew's like, I was just doing. A I'm bit. here to like. I'm like trying yeah. to defend my honor because I'm super excited for this movie. I love Ninja Turtles, like, uh, like more than you could possibly imagine. I don't know. I can imagine a lot. I yeah. Well, like think Elf and I did like, talk to you. Yeah, I did I, talk. I, I, I was to gonna say like elf, think so. Elf and then level it up a few times. I love the elf. Ninja Turtles, oh. man. Uh, all right, well, perfect. Um, Rob, what do you yeah. got coming? Uh, Rob line. I am looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Very cautiously looking forward to it. It's gonna be sad. because. I've been kind of let down by the Marvel movies recently. You but shut your mouth. It <laughs> does look like it'll be good and it'll it'll be a fun time. And I still want to watch All Quiet on the Western Front, Andrew, on Netflix. <laughs> Me too. Eventually we're gonna watch it. Eventually, man, we're gonna watch it. Someday. <laughs> oh man. Cause I keep seeing the little like scene trailer like when you pull up netflix and it's like the first movie there because i put it on my list and and i see it and i'm like oh this looks like it was so good and then it won oscars i need to see it rob i will say my my imdb ads are all king's hawaiian roll you don't even <laughs> like them <laughs> I don't know why it's King's Hawaiian's World, but all of my ads on IMDb, like right now, I'm literally looking at it, and it's King's Hawaiian role. You need uh, to stop saying it out loud. Your phone is hearing you and then going, I know. these are the ads he wants. He wants it King's is, Hawaiian it rolls. Is, it is bonk, but I never said it in the first place, so I, I don't but know But now you said it and enforced the algorithm. Like, we knew it. We knew. 
Even before you did. We knew that's what he wanted. (laughs) So I'm really excited to take my daughter to go see the new Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid is my favorite Disney animated film. So I'm super excited to take her to this. Did you say really? We've talked about this so many times. (laughs) Yeah, we have. It's just, I love the Little Mermaid. I really do. It's super special, but Beast is better. I, I've talked about this. The soundtrack is better, but I like the movie a little more. But guys, guys, do you know Tarzan? Okay, anyway. Tarzan the- anyway. Who has um, the best villain song, though? To, the two shows, I haven't started Gaston. yet, but I want to see both of these shows. Zeppelin. I really want to see <laughs> Beef with Ali Wong and Steven. How, I don't know how to say his last name. Yoon? Yoon? Yoon. Yoon? Yeah. Yeah, Yoon. I really want to see that one. And then I've been hearing so much about Yellow Jackets. I kind of want to sit down and watch Yellow Jackets. That's good. And for me, uh, I was just trying to figure out if, uh, if it's coming out soon. It just is 2023, but I'm looking forward to the Fallout TV series. <gasps> I saw oh, I some forgot set leak photos from that, and it just looks amazing. Uh, I'm also really looking forward to True Detective. That's oh, yeah. Jody Foster. Um, so those are the two things I'm looking Eric, I want to thank you so much for being on this episode. It is Thanks for having me. Wonderful to have you here. Sorry, it wasn't scary. Especially Always fun in a non-horror movie. Yeah, a little bit scary. What are you doing? Yeah, well, it was a little bit. My children thought so. <laughs> what are you doing these days? Are you still on the Twitter, or have you been banned again? <laughs> I'm on there in between bands at the moment. Uh, All right, another one should be coming soon. I'm going to say some mean things about Elon. <laughs> 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 So by the time this episode gets out, you'll be like permaband. We're like, what did he say? It and it's like the tweet just says Elon poopy pants. That's, that's what got me the first time. To say. All right. Well, Eric, always, always have a pleasure to have you on, and we will we'll get another horror movie on this thing, so we can get you on for that, or maybe another cartoon movie or whatever. Waiting for you to do the room. Find. I said uh, we yeah. should do an adjacent I mean, and wanna... do the room and the disaster artist. But now if we you want to be on again one. very shortly, we, we keep putting off the Wicker Man. So. Yeah, I said you had to be on that one. <laughs> yeah, we definitely need to be on that one. All right. Well, if you haven't, now is the perfect time to check out our Patreon. We have all new tiers, and we have the Bigfoot Believer for just $2 a month. Uh, with that, you're showing our love some support. You're showing our show some love. I mean, and getting access to our Andac Discord uh, next, we do have the Sasquatch Spotter for just five big ones a month. And that gets you Discord access plus our Andac Brewer Patreon-exclusive podcast with your own personalized XML feed. How many P's can I say? <laughs> Finally, we have the Andac Games Lab t- level tier at $15 a month, which gets you involved in us making games where you can have access to all of our pre-release information, special promos, and playtesting. Check it out today at patreon.com slash A-N-D-A-K or Andak, as it's also known. <laughs> Bye! Peaches, 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 Oh man! All right, oh, man. all right. That just and sounds like terrible. Right? That's just like so yeah. such yeah. squishy boobs. Let's just call Hopefully. them mush boobs. That sounds mush so bad. <laughs> They're like bags of sand. <laughs> uh, 
All right. Is that a Wild Wild West <laughs> reference? It's no, it's a 40-year-old virgin. 40-year-old virgin. Oh, yeah. Although that does happen in Wild Wild, Wild Wild West. <laughs> that does happen in Wild Wild West. Mike, why why does that, that happen in more than one movie? Because <laughs> boobs are awesome. <laughs> but they're not bags of sand. That's true. That's true. Oh. All right. Merc. This podcast was produced by Andac Media. Andac is dedicated to helping creatives find community and support for their creative passions. You can find more info about Andac Media at andac.us. That's A-N-D-A-K dot U-S. If you've enjoyed our content, you can offer support on Patreon at patreon.com slash andac. We offer perks for all of our patrons, including exclusive podcast episodes, podcast episode polls, monthly AMAs, and exclusive patron-only merchandise. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoy the rest of your day.